Every year, compliance regulations change thousands of times. And every year, ADP makes thousands of seamless platform updates so businesses can focus on everything else, like running their business. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll. Well, well, well. Well, well. Unwell. Unwell. What's wrong with you? Dude, I, I don't know. This, this pizza place, I miss the sewer, man. I miss the sewer, you know? It was so homey, and now it's like... Uh, I don't have, like having a roof over me. Have you, <laughs> in the winter months, have you, have yeah, you not dude. gone back to the sewers, man? No, I need to go back. I you need have, to go back to my roots. You haven't gone back? I thought you watched The Sopranos with those people. Yeah, I, I, I go back a little bit just to watch The Sopranos, and then I leave. You know what I mean? I try to... I try to grow, but like I don't know, dude. What's wrong? I miss the sm- I miss the smell in the morning. I miss the rats who would sleep with me. Yeah, you know, I miss the the cold breeze air that is of homeless people's breath in the morning. You're a really strange dude. You know that? I don't <laughs> know why the fuck I'm recording this with you. What can I say? Um, I'm ahead of the curve. You're, I don't. I don't think so. But listen, man. I mean, I think we have a pretty good show here today. Uh, I mean, maybe. No, no, no. That's not how you hype up a fucking. <laughs> I think we'll be pretty above average, honestly. Can you imagine? I just start being like really like like cri- not even like critical. Not even like this is gonna suck. Like, oh yeah, like this is gonna be an above average show. Like this is gonna be like like six out of ten probably. I think that's the worst, right? Because we've we've always said this. It's like nothing beats mediocrity. Like mediocrity is the worst. No, no, no. Everything beats mediocrity. You, I would rather if I ever made a movie. Like I, I just became a director, and I didn't make a masterpiece. I hope it sucks. Right. Like right. really sucks. Yeah. No. What I, what I meant was like nothing beats it in terms of how bad it is than mediocrity. Yeah. That's like what I, I, w- I would much rather watch fucking Fifty Shades of like Grey. What's like a bad movie we've talked about? Oh, we haven't seen Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, we never saw that. Um, Spider Man like Three, a... even actually technically oh, we I... never saw that either. Well, yeah, that's like a failure. So I, yeah, I'd rather watch like Spider Man Three over like I don't know. What's like a mediocre movie? Um, Black Panther. Ooh, no, controversial. Oh. To be honest, I. Low-key, I would rather see Spider-Man 3, but don't tell anybody. I, I won't. Don't worry. It's not getting published. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just... Dude, this is, yeah, cut this part out. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. It's all getting... Yeah, it's getting, it's, it's getting cut. Yeah, beep. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather... <laughs> yeah, beep. Fucking hell. Fucking beeping. Um, Yeah, I think we have a good show today, Matthew. You want to know why? Mm. We got a few good segments in the news. We have a pretty decent movie to talk about. Mm-hmm. And, um, WandaVision, you fucker, you didn't see it. Yeah, because I uh, suck at life. You do, but uh, it mm-hmm. was actually pretty good. Should we get into that? Uh, yeah, you can just talk about it now. I mean, I don't really care that much being spoiled, but, like, don't, like, really spoil it, I guess. I, I saw a little spoiler on Twitter yesterday. What, so what did I know- you see? I saw Quicksilver. Is he in it? Okay, so what how how was the spoiler done also? It was he it's not Aaron Taylor Johnson, it's fucking uh the other guy. Harvey Weinstein. No, it's fucking 
Evan, the guy who gets spanked in the office. Fucking Michael Scott's uh, nephew. Evan Peters. That's oh, I don't remember him. Yeah, he's well, because he's in the X Men movies as Quicksilver. Really? Yeah, like that's the guy the fucking time in a bottle, like that shit. Oh my Space god, that's amazing. Yeah dude. yeah, dude, I don't know how they got away with that one, but who the fuck is that? I don't know, dude. Shit's getting wild in the pizza happening? place. Yeah, <laughs> they got they got customers in here, dude. Oh that's shit, that. they never yeah, have man. customers. Yeah, well, dude, I've never had a customer yet. I don't know. <laughs> they don't let you out when they have customers. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I, they just shoved me in. That's why the audio is going to get all fucked, but it's okay. Uh, oh, dear. It's okay. Well, we're going to power through it. These yeah, fucking homeless through. pieces of shit. <laughs> um, all right, I mean, so, they're customers. They're not homeless. Nah, they can nah. afford pizza. They, they, they're in Florida. They're all homeless, those fuckers. That, that, that is true. <laughs> so, okay. So, unfortunately, you didn't get to watch it, but it was mm-hmm. a really good episode. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I'm actually mad as hell that my uh, subscription that I stole from this <laughs> wealthy elite, like it's not wealthy. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, so I, I saw it. Um, so I'm gonna tell you everything. I'm gonna try not to spoil it. I don't think I can spoil it because uh, mm-hmm. like there, nothing like that happened where I can spoil it. But uh, yeah. So basically, the way this episode is, it, you get both. You get out of the circle, out of the hex, and inside the hex. Mm-hmm. That's what we're gonna call it from now on. Yeah. So, inside the hex is basically stuff's happening between Wanda and Vision, um, and outside you're getting like their live reactions of it, pretty much, right? They're watching and they're trying to understand what the hell's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, the the person wakes up who was inside the sword agent. Uh, she wakes up and she's telling them everything. Uh, and the theory is is that Wanda and we saw this in the last episode, right? So it's like Wanda's controlling everything. Mm-hmm. It's all about Wanda. Now, I don't know how in depth I can get without spoiling it. Yeah, because that's pretty much all I could tell talk you. Talk about whatever you think the audience needs to talk about, and then next week when I actually do find out what's going on with the elite, why he kicked me off, uh, I will 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 like re do a small little redo on that episode plus episode six. So you don't want me to spoil it at all. To talk about it in, in a general sense, like what makes it a better episode than the other ones? Well, a lot of shit goes down. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much that's pretty much all I can. I mean, like a lot of shit, and to the point where you're just questioning everything. I was a lot of questions I had that I didn't understand why stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. For example, they have this footage, right? I guess this will be good because like people, it'll. I'll try to be spoiler free, but mm-hmm. peep. Um, they had this footage. So sword like the the, the government agency. You know, get shield and sword. Hilarious, isn't it? Of course. So they had this footage. Now, this footage was classified, but they've had it for over a week now. Mm-hmm. And it really would have helped if they just talked about it earlier on. It would have made things a lot more streamlined, and it would have been better. But they didn't talk about it, and I don't know why they didn't talk about this footage. Um, the next thing I guess I could say is... You start to get a lot of things thrown at you in terms of what's happening with Wanda, in terms of uh, they had children, obviously. Stuff's mm-hmm. happening with the children, uh, with Vision as well. You know, there's a lot of things. Conflict is basically arising now in the in the story. Yes. And we're so getting... basically my biggest problem with the first four was that 
it was just a lot of mystery, not a lot of pay. So it's like paying off now, essentially. It's it's paying off, but it's not like it's a good episode, but it's nothing like I would say. It's not an amazing episode. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's amazing well, for the show. Yes, but you're saying like it's like a lot of the buildup or whatever. It's like finally coming to fruition. It's picking at up at least, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. The pace is picking up. Yeah, the pace mm-hmm. is picking up now. We're getting a conflicts now, which we weren't getting. We were getting a lot of like things thrown at us, like what's happening? Why is this here? What's there? Yeah. Yeah. Now everything is coming. Uh, now there's actual tension being built up, which is mm-hmm. good. You know, it, it made me interested in the next episode, which the previous ones really didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. The only reason I kept watching it was because of the time period. I liked the time period. We're getting a little bit less of that. Now Now that's not as important as the story's more important. Yeah. You see what I... Like, they're not yeah, really... yeah that, that, that was my problem with the earlier ones, is that it felt like it was just kind of abusing the gimmick. Yeah, and yeah. And now it feels like it's not... Like, it feels like... From what you're telling me, it's actually like having a story now. Yeah, the story. It's not as like you said. It's it's not relying on the gimmick anymore. It's not like, mm-hmm. hey, we're the '50s, so now we're in the '60s. Isn't this funny? We're a Marvel show, and they were stupid. No. Yeah. It, it's not relying on that anymore. Now it's picking up. Um, I think the time frame was the '70s or the '80s in this episode. Yeah, because um, it's every episode's been going decade by decade, basically. Right. Yeah. So. We're moving on further. It, it has like a full house type of vibe for me. Mm-hmm. It, it might not be that way. It might be another show people might describe it as, which may be a better show. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's the vibe we're getting. But it's it's not focused on that as much. Like, And I think the further we get into modern day, the more the story's going to pick up. Because you can't really have a tense story like that in the 50s. You know what I mean? It's not going to make sense. Yeah. So it, it's now picking up a little bit. We're getting answers but also there's a lot of questions like i said like the footage thing was really weird um some things that are happening i'm just i'm not buying them fully and i can't go more in depth without you knowing what i'm talking about so um that's pretty much all i can say on it in terms of spoiler free but next week when we have this conversation i either either you hopefully you can answer some of my questions that i have Mm -hmm. or you're going to be just as confused as i am I'm curious. Now I'm actually excited to watch it because it's not like the show's been bad so far, but it's felt like an obligation for the podcast, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Now I'm kind of curious from what you're telling me. Yeah, so, yeah. Because now I'm hoping it goes from a 6 out of 10 to like at least a 7. Oh, yeah. No, I, I would say this episode does make it go to a 7. Mm-hmm. But but nothing beyond that because, like I said, it, there's still a lot of questions, and I don't think these questions are going to have a good answer to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I don't think anything can justify these questions. I think it's just a plot hole in the story. Yeah. Not a plot hole, but like something that it's it's just dumb. Like it should have been addressed earlier. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. So that's pretty much it on WandaVision. Spoiler free review this time, Matt, you fucker. I am awesome. You fucking apologize to the people. I'm sorry, guys. I'm poor. Alright? <laughs> I'm dirty. Poor trash. That's why uh, we have a commercial break coming up. No, I'm kidding. But we will have some. We will have some, though. And please stick around for the commercials. hell yeah. And uh, if you listen to the whole podcast, feel free to leave a rating. Five stars. You know, it'll help us grow. Five stars. Four stars. One star. No, no. Give us all the stars. (laughs) Don't give us one star. Rate us five and then one and then back to four. Come on. Do it. What the fuck are you doing, (laughs) man? (laughs) Do it, bitch. Oh, my God.
Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> We're done. Are you okay? Did they put something in the... Fu- Do you get to eat the pizza? Yeah, but I, I think it's like leftovers. Like, it's turned black at this point. <laughs> yeah. What did you What did you watch? Did you watch anything? Please tell me you watched something. You didn't watch WandaVision. I, what, what did I watch? I, I watched the movies we're going to talk about. Oh, you fucking uh, asshole. <laughs> I watched, you know, no, no, no. I, I did watch more of The Sopranos. I okay. won't get too deep into it. But th- there's something I noticed about a lot of, uh, a lot of well-acclaimed dramas, right? Mm. That I want to talk about. Does a drama have to be, like, funny to be acclaimed? And we're, so when we talk about a movie we're going to talk about in a separate episode, we're recording yes. after that. Yes. You know, a lot of times when you're making a piece of media, you're, you know, especially a drama, a lot of it's deadly serious, but it's like also the better ones I feel like are funny. Like Mad Men is a super dramatic show, but it's also fucking hilarious. Mm. You know what I mean? Bert so like, Cooper. do you, th- yeah, uh, no, exactly. And fucking, you know, uh, Roger Sterling. You know, guys yes, like that. Yes. Like, make it, like, really funny. Like, does a good show, a good drama at least, have to have a good sense of humor? Or is it okay if it's completely joyless? So, what do you so what do you consider a drama? Like, The Sopranos, met, like, a critically acclaimed one. Like, okay. Or, because the thing is about The Sopranos is, is I was watching it last night, and, like, it's very dramatic, it's very literary, like, it has all the shit, but also it's fucking hysterical. Mm. like literally it's like just the shit that comes out of these guys mouths or just like like one episode where this is like barely a spoiler yeah we're like the mob boss they find out because it's like the 90s so they're like they find out the, a mob boss eats pussy <laughs> which was like a ta- like a taboo for a mob boss to do like literally like going down on a girl they were like oh he eats pussy yeah and then so they're, they're just talking about it and then you know he asked his wife about like come on what's what's up with what's up with junior the mob boss like what's up with junior and she's like oh uh you know I, I can't say anything he keeps like trying to get her and then she's like okay so he he's been known to, he he gives head yeah. and he's like what he's like junior he's whistling in the wheat field <laughs> like <laughs> like it's just like it's so fucking funny and i'm like yeah. i'm like wow like you don't think because when people think of like those shows they think oh man it's so dramatic so many intense moments whatever but they're also like funny as shit so I'm I'm going I'm thinking back to Peaky Blinders, right? Mm-hmm. I don't so they they do have some funny moments. But my thing is I don't those aren't the moments that I look for. I don't think it has to be funny. Mm-hmm. I think if it is funny and it does it in a good way, then it's a bonus because it's not always so serious, but it also depends on where you have it set. So Yeah. If if Peaky Blinders if they had no funny moments like they, I think they have a, they have like a lot of funny characters in there. But if they had no funny moments, it wouldn't it wouldn't affect me. Mm-hmm. It depends on the setting. But I think in the Sopranos case, the fact that it does it it only helps it. It only adds on. Yeah, to Yeah, because it. it's very slice of life. Like yeah, it, it 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 has like a slower pace, but it doesn't feel slow because the slow scenes are just the characters literally like hanging out talking about like the godfather or something and those are like the best parts honestly and uh, because it because it adds so much to the character yeah like you're right it depends on the setting because if fucking you know you're watching like you know the road do you know what the road is no 
it's like a post-apocalyptic. Like if they if, if it was post-apocalyptic movie and people were just doing jokes left and right, like it it wouldn't fit at all. Like yeah. you have to you have to know how to manage tone. Exactly. I guess. Exactly. Yeah. So like, and I also think because uh, there's a few there's like one video I, I remember I watched on this. I think when you have a show that has a lot of humor, it makes the dramatic moments hit even harder. Where if a movie's consistently dramatic, it's just like it's like oh okay now it's sad again now it's sad again you know what i mean like yeah but if you if you kind of uh have like goofy or like silly moments in between like when there's actually serious shit i feel like it like punches the audience even harder you know what I yeah mean? so like no, the best no. shows like if if mad men was just don crying for every episode it'd get pretty fuck you get you'd be like all right like this sucks but it's like yeah. playful banner and then at the end there's an emotional moment so that's why it like clicks and you also I mean? if 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 the guy who's making the jokes is the one who dies that that mm-hmm. hits the most oh yeah like when in Mad Men, like I, I mean i guess it's a spoiler it's for season one like when roger has a heart attack oh like, yeah out of nowhere. yeah like that's like super dramatic moment and he's like you know he's like sitting there all white in the face he's like i don't know where i'm going i was gonna cry if if yeah, yeah. if something happened to him i was gonna cry well originally he was supposed to die in season one yeah, fucked up. I think we talked about that, yeah, but like, thank God they fucking didn't. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, no, they would have fucked up. Uh, back to mm-hmm. the, the pussy point real quick. Uh, I know you know this, but like my friends are like that. What, eating pussy? Yeah. I, well, why? Like, like, to, to, in, in the year 2021, they're scared yeah. to eat pussy. They're like, one of my friends was like, I only do it if she's like been good. Been good? Yeah. What does that even mean? You know obedient like a dog oh my god dude you, you <laughs> why do i feel like i know who you're talking <laughs> she's uh, been good dude get, get the fuck out of here eat your yeah. girl's pussy dude yeah because she's been good to be fair though to them now i wouldn't do this but uh they also do date the most idiotic women i've ever met in my life <laughs> so like you know what I mean, you're an idiot for so, dating. So, some sometimes people are right only by accident. <laughs> by accident, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, know what, what I mean? mean? Like only by accident. Like exactly. they they have the worst instincts about things, but it only applies to the people they end up with. Yeah, and you know, and you know, like I I would be similar, except I wouldn't date someone that I wouldn't want to do that to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, no, I wouldn't. No, yeah, that's my thing too. Like I wouldn't do it to someone, or I wouldn't even like I wouldn't even like you know start the relationship if, if it was someone i just wasn't attracted to exactly now but like the, the thing is they are attracted they just don't want to do it i don't know i mm-hmm. think they feel emma- emasculated maybe i, I, I don't feel I, I you see it like even sopranos like it, they make it seem like an emasculation thing and like that's because it like takes place in the 90s but i'm like what the fuck like i don't understand how that's emasculating doing that I think it's because you should be the one receiving, not giving. Yeah, but if you're doing it and the girl's like, like, like if you're doing it well, uh-huh. and the girl's like going nuts, like isn't that another form of power? You would like, think so. Bi- yeah, this like if you're like, oh, like I'm a bitch, like I'm I'm doing it, I'm not receiving. Like, who fucking cares? You know, what? just do I'm, it well then. Each each like, girl and I, pussy. I, yeah, I'm not even like a huge pussy eating guy. Like most of the time, I do it is just like for the girl for the most part like it's not like that's my favorite thing to do yeah but i still do it because like you want to help the other person 
Like, but some people, some people sexually are just very one-sided. Very one-sided. That, that, but, that's that's an epidemic, especially in men. But you know what? Yeah. He, they fuck a lot of girls. They, so no, you know no, what? Girls are stupid enough to go for it. And that's on them. Like I said, you do you, man. Do whatever mm-hmm. makes you happy. Yeah. Even if it involves, you know, killing... No, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah, all right, cut that. Okay. <laughs> cut that. We're done. Uh, the, the pussy-eating discussion, uh, that, that clip will be great. I can't Yeah, wait. no, I mean, For listen, when we're, man. when we're whistling in the wheat field. That's, the, the, if you don't take anything from this podcast, just take that away. To end this off, there's another really funny joke in an episode I saw the other day yeah. where they're talking around the dinner. They're like, do you remember your first blowjob? Like, it's the one guy, Paulie Walnuts, because they're so fucking Italian. He, his <laughs> name's like, literally, there's Big Pussy and Paulie Walnuts. And he, he's Joseph like talking. Joseph <laughs> Yo, no, literally. <laughs> but he's like, he's like asking, do you remember your first blowjob? And he goes to like the one character, Silvio. He's like, do you remember? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I remember. And uh, yeah, it was really good. And he goes, "Oh yeah, when did he come?" <laughs> <laughs> and it, I like I think me I and saw my, this. I think I saw yeah, this me, one. Yeah, me and my friend were fucking dying. <laughs> yeah. No, was this like one of the first two episodes? No, this is season two. Oh really? I've seen. Then yeah. maybe I've seen that somewhere else. I've I've heard that one before. Mm-hmm. That's very yeah. funny. Probably from Polly Walnuts. He's one of the better characters. He's, I, he's I chuckled. Amazing. You you goofed and gaffed. I goofed. I goofed a little bit. You know who else mm-hmm. goofed? Who? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I was going with. That. Uh, Army Hammer. Oh, but we're not going to the news yet. You fucker. Right, oh, okay, okay. We'll wait on it. What's wrong with you? Sorry. You did this man. last week too. Dude, Great dude, transitions. My, my tra- dude, my transitions. You know, sometimes I didn't know if we were moving on to the news yet. Sometimes when you're doing transitions, you just have to go for it. You know, it didn't work yeah. out that time, but when it does work out, I'm gonna look like a hero. But you know the schedule, though. We do news last. <laughs> yeah, but maybe in your head you're like, you know what? That was. Such, I'm waiting for you to be like, that was such a good transition. Let's do the fucking news. Oh, you know, you would have like to do an like instant an, thing. You would have to do an amazing transition for me to do that. Like so good, literally. No, I've done ones that are so good, and then you're like, oh, not yet. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah, not yet. Not yet, though. Um, fuck. did you watch anything else? Uh, no, I did not have time. I, uh, so, I don't know what the hell I've been doing, but, like, I haven't been going on Netflix that much. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been watching a little, I've been watching a little bit more Big Bang Theory, right? But I just don't have the time to watch stuff now, for mm-hmm. some reason. But, I did watch, uh, Our Cartoon President. What is this? You haven't, okay. Oh, this... is this the, oh, wait, is this the Trump thing? Yes. Oh my god, dude, kill me. It's so good. Is it really? I, I love, it's on Showtime. Oh, it's actually good? The, which one are you thinking? Because there's two. The there's one a... I saw was like, I, I, it was like a Trump thing, but it was like... Puppets? Some anim- yeah, something like that. Was it puppets or was it a cartoon? I think it was puppets. Okay, now, was it like him and Biden? Maybe? Well, I didn't, no, I haven't seen seen it. I saw like a trailer for it. Okay, search search up our cartoon president real quick, just yeah, so I'm I know. Because I know I've seen this, but I don't know what... But please go into detail, though. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I've been watching this, you know, a few episodes here and there. Listen, this. first of all, I don't know if I'm streaming this in 4K or not. If it is, amazing. Because it looks so mm-hmm. good on my on my screen, right? But I'm watching this. It's hilarious. Like, some jokes are kind of eh. But, like, I just enjoy the fact that Trump is so stupid. But I also like the fact that it's not just Trump. It's everyone. They got Anderson Cooper in it. 
<laughs> it's like, oh, I'm so handsome. I shouldn't be doing this, but here I am. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're, they're doing, they're roasting everyone. I mean, that's not really a roast on Anderson, but they're roasting everyone. There was one episode mm-hmm. where uh, Justin Trudeau comes in. Mm-hmm. And he's basically, like, taking over what Obama was. So, you know how, like, apparently everyone loved Obama? Like, yeah. in terms of just... On paper. On paper, just being a president, like, you're just like, yeah, that's, like, that is a president. Mm-hmm. That's what, like, he people kept saying about him. Yeah. Well, now it's, like, uh, now Trudeau's trying to take over that in this episode. He's like, yeah, now I'm going to be, like, the famous person who's handsome and well-spoken and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have Melania, like, going all over for... Uh, for Trudeau, like she's in love with him pretty much, and then yeah. Trump's trying to like compete, but he can't at all. He uh gets food poisoning, but it was really Trudeau who did everything. <laughs> Trudeau's like this master evil manipulator, um, and is playing like three D chess while Trump is playing checkers. There was another mm-hmm. one uh where I don't know if I mentioned this on here, but they were at the awards. It was like a Hollywood award special thing. Oh really? Yeah, and what they what they had mentioned. Was we lost a lot of good people this year. This is Trump, right? Trump's come in and he's doing it. He's like, we lost a lot of good people this year. All you see is Harvey Weinstein. I think it was Brett Ratner or somebody like that. Like, Or no, it wasn't Brett Ratner. Who was the guy who made X-Men 3? Brian Singer. No, that was Brett Ratner. Oh, wait, really? Brian Singer did X-Men 1 and 2 and Superman Returns. So th- was it Brian Singer then that was like the, f- the fucked up one? Well, or Brett Ratner, but well... Brian Singer's the pedophile. Brett Ratner just rapes women. I think it was Brian Singer then that was in this one. Yeah, yeah. We Brian saw a picture Singer. of Brian Singer. We saw a whole bunch of people. And then Trump was like, it makes you think, how much time do I have left? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's, it's, yeah, no, it's pretty good. Uh, they also, the, the people, like Mike Pence is like this religious fuck who just absolutely loves religion in the show. Him and his wife mm-hmm. are so boring. It's great. I like the show. It sounds good. Yeah, that's what I was watching mostly. Uh, there was maybe some other stuff, but I don't remember. Mm. That was mostly the highlight. Yeah, I yeah I didn't watch anything else from what I remember. Yeah. What do you yeah. did you did you remember the cartoon one? Is this what? Yeah, yeah, that was the one. The cartoon one's the one I remember. But I okay. do know what you're talking about. There was a puppet one. Okay, so you didn't like the cartoon one. No, I only saw a trailer for it. I thought it looked just okay from the trailer. Like, I was just kind of like, oh, whatever. But the thing is with me, with Trump jokes, I just find most of them pretty bad. Yeah, it's not, like, amazing with jokes, but it's, like, it's not bad Mm -hmm. compared to what you think it would be. Because I was watching this, I'm like, this is going to be terrible. But, no, it it was okay. It's, It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's fine. Just from the trailer, I remember being like, eh, like this. It just, I feel like Trump ruined comedy for like four years. <laughs> like for the most part, you know. There are some Trump jokes that are actually funny. It's just like when you have a cartoon, like he literally is like a cartoon in real life. Like jokes about him are just so obvious. Like it's not even like jokes you're making. It's like you're just having basically someone do an impression of Trump. And then it's like, like SNL for four years has been unwatchable. Oh yeah. No, no, no. So they don't, even, they don't, though, even though I occasionally w- w- like SNL, so they, but their Trump shit just got annoying as fuck. They don't do as many impressions as mostly just like making fun of everything happening in the White House. Mm-hmm. It's uh, there was one like the opening one. You kind of see like mini Trump walk out, and he's basically yeah. like, "I promise you, this wasn't stolen." Like that's all he's <laughs> like. That's the beginning part of it. 
Mm-hmm. Like, they're just going in, like, little jokes. It's not that clever, but it's pretty funny because it, it treats itself as a cartoon and not, like, a parody. Yeah. So, I, I like it, but if people say they don't like it, I could understand. It's not that It's not that good, but I just fuck with it. That's fair. Yeah. It's not, like, Big Mouth or, like, you know, something like that. Or like, Futurama. It's not that clever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if that's it, then, uh, let's take a break. And then go to the movie. If you've got a personal auto insurance question, you could talk to a cab driver. Although the policies he recommends might include avoiding the interstate, beating traffic by taking the back roads, and only making left turns when absolutely necessary. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, whose policy is to use their expertise to navigate your insurance, finding the best route to help you save money on insurance for your home, car, and more. And as an added bonus, you'll be able to avoid traffic jams and potholes entirely. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com slash safety. Welcome back, Matthew. Batman, Batman, does whatever a Batman can. You just you just like being a prick, don't you? <laughs> you ruined the two songs. And like, oh, I'm going to cut some, the other part so, out. Somebody so, stop me. I, I'm going to cut the other part out, too, so people aren't even going to know what the hell you were saying. I, I just did a transition too, by the way, but you didn't even notice. Oh, that yeah, no. Somebody no, stop me. Yeah, you gonna so you gonna do it again? <laughs> I mean, just keep cutting out until it's good, ready? <laughs> Somebody stop me. <laughs> stop. Oh, I've been stopped. Said Jim Carrey in '94. <laughs> stop it. Um, I asked you to watch a movie, you fucker. Mm-hmm. And I watched it. Good. Good shit. That's all I want to know. All right, let's uh, let's take a quick uh, break. All right, uh, back to the news. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so the mask. Mm. Jim Carrey, looking very dashing. Very dashing, mid nineties Jim Carrey. Peak Jim Carrey. Peak Jim Carrey. We also had uh, other people in this movie. Mm-hmm. Who was this? The, I forgot the actress's name. Oh, Cameron Diaz in her first Cameron role Diaz. ever. She looked hot as fuck oh my god dude. you see the thing is right i was told like through the 2000s whatever when she was a bigger star i feel like she i was told she was hot and i was like eh, she's like okay i guess i don't know what it is man in this movie she really did it for me i think it was the dresses maybe it was like the elegance whatever i, yeah. I feel like she looked like it's weird like rougher in this movie maybe rougher. it's because she yeah like i don't know in her other movies she's just so like valley girl like clean and in this movie she i guess it's maybe because the way the movie shot she's like a mob boss's like girlfriend like she's more like yeah like she's elegant but she's rough and tough you know what i mean i think i found i think i found that i i remember because the only i i'm fucking up the english language here the (laughs) only movie that i remember her from besides this one was and i i didn't even remember she was in this one 
was yeah. a bad teacher. Mm, yeah. Well, I, actually, no, I find her hot in that, too. Yeah, she is but hot. In, but, but in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. So then, which other movies is she in? She, she, well, she's in Shrek, of course. Okay. She's in uh, fucking There's Something About Mary. Do you ever see that? No. Basically, it's like Ben Stiller's an incel for her. And that, like, yeah, like, actually, like, that's actually the plot. And, yeah. like, everyone, so he, like, puts a private investigator because, like, they went to prom once, and then 20 years later, he's still obsessed with her. So he what gets a private, fuck? yeah, so he gets a private investigator to, like, get her. But the joke is that everyone who meets Mary falls in love with her. And then there's one scene where he's jerking off in the bathroom, and then he does it on his hand, and she walks in, he's like, oh, sorry. She's like, oh, I needed some hair gel. And then she put, puts cum <laughs> in her hair. No, like, it's actually a funny movie. But, like, we she need to watch it. Yeah, she puts cum in her hair, and then it's, like, sticking up. Oh, my God. No, that's actually, like, a funny movie, though. Like, actually. We, we need to see this. Yeah, I mean, I've only seen Bad Teacher from Cameron Diaz. She was, uh, she's been in some stinkers. Yeah. For sure. She's been in some stinkers. Uh, fucking The Annie. Remember The Annie reboot? No. Uh, no. Like, Jamie Foxx is in it. It's, like, Annie, but black. No, I don't remember this. Yeah, this was like 2014. This is a Sony production, of course. Oh, it's fuck. Garbage, but... Fucking yeah. Sony. Yeah, but... No, uh, she was pretty hot in this movie, but yeah, like... Uh, I guess I should give my thoughts on the actual film and not just yeah, talk about... Yeah, what did... Well, well, I mean, like, she... I mean, listen, this is the only time where I'm just gonna be like... Listen, she's hot as fuck in the movie. No, no, because like, she is. Like, I was gonna bring it up. I'm yeah. glad we... Th- the elephant's out of the room. Yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous, like how bad she was in this fuck. It's it's literally the dresses, bro. That I think that helps it out so much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what did you think of the movie? Um, you know, I don't know if it's because I saw Son of the Mask first, <laughs> but like I really, I really loved the mask. Yep, I really had a good time with it. The thing is, it, it's it was an interesting experience because I was thoroughly entertained by it. I didn't find the actual humor like like I didn't like burst out laughing. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. think it just, but it's the type of thing where it's subjective for me, where I don't, I don't find most slapstick that funny, but I know when a slapstick joke is funny. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I can just be like, okay, like that's fun. Like it's not cringy because I know what cringy is because I saw Son of the Mask. Oh yes. So I I know what cringy is, and the mask is not cringy at all. It may be my favorite non-dramatic Jim Carrey performance. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun. I love the tone, and uh, yeah, no, it's uh, I, I I really liked it. Yeah, I was I was watching the Son of the Mask. You know, you piece of shit. You you recommended that movie, and I was like, you know what? I think at one point, I don't know if I said this, but I feel like I said this. I was like, I like the Son of the Mask. Like this was like years ago. I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like I like it, and you were like, really? Because that movie's terrible. And I was like, okay, maybe I don't like it then. <laughs> so I think what a, I what a bitch. Just let me bully you? <laughs> no, because it was like, because you had said, uh, I, we were talking about The Mask. This was like a while ago. Mm-hmm. We were talking about The Mask, and I was like, yeah, I really like the sequel too. And you said, like, it's terrible. And I looked it up, and yeah. it had a terrible rating. I was like, oh, then maybe what? Maybe I didn't like it. Maybe I just liked certain mm-hmm. parts of it. Yeah. And now I remember what I liked. It was literally, like, the low-key part. Not that it was, not that it was done good, or done well, rather. Mm-hmm. The fact that it was just in the movie. Like, the fact that, like, they go a little bit further in depth with the Loki stuff. Well, the thing is, I think that stuff is, like, dumber. Like, seeing the first movie, I think that stuff's actually dumber. Mm. Now. Go ahead. Because, like, like, when it comes to, 
Like, so in this movie, he's, he goes to the doctor, played by Ben Stein, who's the only guy who's in both movies, and he's like, what's up with the mask? And he literally just says a theory, because the guy isn't an expert. Like, that's the joke in this movie, is that he doesn't know shit about the mask. He literally writes a book about people's, like, like masks. Like, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, the, like the philosophy of people having masks. Like, he, yeah. he doesn't know shit. So kind of like eyes wide shut stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. like... Oh yeah, like uh, you know, maybe uh, it's probably like Loki's from the North Go- North Gods. Like he doesn't know shit. Yeah, no, he doesn't. And then know. in the second movie, he's doing a presentation on the mask, but it, that doesn't make any sense. If it's oh the same really, kid, that's him? Yeah, that's the same guy that from oh, the opening shit. scene. That which makes no sense because what the fuck does he know about this physical mask? Like that's not what his book was about. Oh yeah, yeah. That's and it crazy. makes it it makes it even because it's like in the first movie it's just like oh yeah maybe it's Loki and the Norse gods and then it's like in the second movie it's like no 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 yeah it is Loki and the Norse gods yeah I, so yeah you know it, what it, it was it, the, the reason I liked it though I think I was like six or seven was because I was playing Ultimate Alliance and there, at this time there was no Marvel universe mm-hmm. so just seeing Loki I was just like oh my god look it's from Marvel it's oh Ultimate god, Alliance. Dude. Um, little did you, little did you know that that would still be the best performance of Loki. I'm sorry, Tom Hiddleston. Like you tried <laughs> your best, day. man. <laughs> to this day. To this day. And also Anthony Hopkins, like he's got nothing on Bob Hoskins as fucking uh, as Odin. So. Oh yeah, no, no, the Marvel universe fucked up. Yeah. You know, in fact, uh, a little side note. Uh, I was playing mm-hmm. Valhalla up on my channel, The King Nitro. Feel free to check it out. Um, <laughs> and uh, I went to Asgard. Hmm. Yeah, and I was Odin, and I saw Loki, and I saw Thor, and let me tell you, it seems really weird when it's not Tom Hiddleston and Chris Hemsworth. It's it's weird when it's not Marvel superhero characters. It's really weird, and I feel like if I was a person who loved Norse mythology, I would hate Marvel. Yeah, maybe. Because they kind of ruined it. Mm. You know? But you know, yeah, they, they made it for for kids, you know, for so you can buy your Loki action figure and not exactly. Feel bad. Exactly, that was once their religion, and now it's an action figure. Now it's sold because of capitalism. But... Mattel. We'll get onto mm. Mattel in a later video or later anyway, segment, rather. Rick, what do you think of Jim Carrey's The Mask? Oh, we're switching it on me now, you asshole. Yeah, because um, you didn't say whether you liked the movie. And I never will. Find out after the break. No. Uh, I liked it, man. Listen, like I said, I was um, watching The Son of the Mask. And the entire time I was watching this, I'm like, this is so bad. I just want to see the original. Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching it. So I'm like, you know what? No, no, no. I, I need to watch the original. So last week I was going to recommend something else. I told you this. I was like, I don't want to watch. I was going to recommend an equally bad movie, if not worse. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, I, I need to watch The Mask. I wanted to watch it for a long time. You recommending The Son of the Mask just made it so I'm like, you know what? No, I'm, I'm recommending The Mask. Yeah, recommend The Mask. And it was great. I enjoyed it. I watched it with my father. I didn't think he was going to like it, so I made him watch the trailer. And mm-hmm. he, he loved it. He, the mask parts were obviously the best part. Like when his eyes are like coming out of mm-hmm. his head and his jaws dropping and his tongue's rolling mm-hmm. down. It's great. The, the best parts is when he's screaming when somebody looks at him. Mm-hmm. It, no, I love the movie. And... Uh, I think I I don't know if I told you this. No, I did tell you this in the last podcast. Next Halloween that I go to, I'm wearing the mask costume. No, be J- Jamie Kennedy as the man, dude. That would be so funny. 
Dude, Jamie can wait, hang on. What keep talk keep talking. I want to see if there's actually a Son of the Mask Halloween costume. Ooh, you see, I never looked at that. I looked at the like you know the yellow suit one, like the mm -hmm. famous one. I looked at that and like yep, yes there is. Oh my that's god. That's amazing. Bro. If so we do you know a clip, I'm gonna... I'm gonna put this shit on the fucking Yeah, no, 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 hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Oh my god. We, uh, I looked at okay, so you know what I'm gonna do then? I'm going to wear one of them. I'm gonna wear the yellow one one year, and then the next year I'm gonna wear that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna see how many people get it. But like a lot of people have done the mask, which kind of pisses me off, because mm -hmm. it is a famous idea. I mean, not a famous idea. It's it's a famous uh character, obviously, and it's a very good outfit to do a Halloween costume for. Mm -hmm. But like celebrities have done it. Like Gigi Hadid has done it, and that pisses me off. Oh, dude. It's like now smoking. I'm listen, can't. Fucking Cameron Diaz was smart. Let me stop talking about Cameron. I can't. Yeah, dude. This guy's like an incel. I can't, bro. She was hot as fuck. You know who's not an incel? Yeah. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's character in this movie. No, no, no. He was the biggest incel. You know what? No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this because I always say every character is an incel. And you could say he is. But, like, honestly, he's like, the t he's like how you do a hopeless romantic. Like, the character, not creepy. Ah, I feel like. Go on. I think his character in this movie is how you do a guy who's just, like, not... Who's down on his luck, whatever. But you actually still like him. And there's no, like, weird, creepy, like, things No punch-drunk love type of vibe. I understand no, okay, what you're saying. we're not talking about this. But, <laughs> like, like you know how, like, sometimes in movies where it's, like, the guy's, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm in love with a girl. Like, it's, it doesn't get, yeah. like, creepy. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Where it's, like, okay, like, I still maybe like the guy, but, like, he's kind of being, like, weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where in this movie, I he genuinely seems like a nice guy. He just can't find love. He he just can't catch a break. Yeah, he can't catch a break, and he tries to be nice, but he just doesn't. It's just combination of bad luck, bad instincts, like shit like that, and and like no confidence. You yeah, know what I mean? No, I could I could I could take that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, like he's not like actually creepy, or he's not like obsessed with a girl. You know, like like he he wants to bang Tina, but it's not like it's like. It's not like he's like, oh, I'm in love with her. Like, he's like, oh, like, she's an artist, whatever. Like, I, I you know, I want to get to know her, shit like that. It's not like, you know, he, like, stalks her. Yeah. You know? And there's it's also not, other characters yeah. that he works with. Like, when Cameron Diaz comes in, his coworker wants to talk to her. His, uh, his boss wanted to yeah. talk to her as well. So, yeah, no, he, he's not the only guy, and he's not creepy about it. Um, also, also, it's not like he's just only in love with her. Like, he has, yep. like, a little thing with the, uh, the fucking, what's it called? The reporter. Yeah, the reporter who yep. is like a complete bitch. <laughs> Yo, can we talk about that? That yeah. was the biggest like out of nowhere thing I've ever seen. I, I I don't remember. I didn't remember that part from this movie, and I'm like, wait, does he end up with her? I thought he ended up with Cameron Diaz, and then I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, that was the biggest. Uh, what is it called? Mm. What are those moments called? What the fuck? Not the what? Not that like like character switch, I guess. Like yeah. Oh yeah, bait and switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was like one of those I did not see it coming. I feel like it wasn't built up like at all though. I th that's the best part though, cause it cause it worked though. I was it, like, it, oh, it that does it, work. It felt like the Talia Ghoul twist, to be honest. Oh, so you didn't like it? No, no, no. Like it, I'm fine with it in the movie. It's just that like it's so like the character's only in it like three times. So like when she betrays him, it's not like it's like oh my god. She betrayed him? You know what I mean? Like, if his yeah. best friend in the movie betrayed him, that'd be like, oh, shit. But, like, that girl, he lo she literally just, like, meets him once and goes, 
you know, I read your column about, you know, guys looking for love. You'd be a great guy. Yeah, but you know? my thing is, like, I didn't even see it coming at all. Yeah. Cause I was not expecting that. Because, like, she seems like such a nice person. She was like, yeah, I would be one of them, right? Like, who wants to date you. Mm-hmm. And then she sells them out for money. Well, this no, is what okay. you do. No, this is why, hold up, wait, wait, before you say, th- mm-hmm. this is why they don't eat their pussy. This <laughs> fucking why. Oh, my God. There, he's not, what, Jim Carrey is not whistling in the wheat field. That's, he's uh, that fucking is not. And if no. we make this into a clip, people aren't going to know the context behind it. I'll, I'll add the context. <laughs> okay. I'll make it worse so you just look like a weirdo talking about eating pussy. <laughs> That's all I ask. Yo, could, yo, little Anthony, go say hi to big pussy for me. <laughs> It's your uncle pussy. Go say hi to big pussy. You know oh, and he brought his son, little pussy. Say hi to little pussy, Anthony. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that's who's the gabagool. <laughs> but uh, fucking what's it called? Yeah, no, the movie. The movie is good. I, Jim Carrey is very likable in it. Like I said, I I think I like his performance in this more than most of his other comedy roles because it's like he when he's normal is fine and i think that when he acts crazy it's more justified because he's literally being consumed by this like like mass that's making him a cartoon character mm. you know what i mean like it's, yeah yeah i really liked it you know, you know what else i really like about this movie is that at certain points it feels like a legit gangster movie and that just so happens to star the mass yeah so like like, the... like like it feels like goodfellas and then they're like doing like gangster shit like the the biggest scene is when he Goes to the club for the first time and he's dancing to that catchy ass song with Cameron Diaz, like yeah, hey, Pachucha. yeah, like doing that shit. And then it cuts to like the scene from fucking like The Departed or something. Like, come on, man, come on, come on. We're, we're, we're trying to bust up the bust up the bank, whatever. It's like there he is over there, and it's like, like it should be like a tonal clash, but I really like it actually because it's like yeah. deadly serious, and then it's like, oh no this is the mask like like it'd be like if you're watching goodfellas and then fucking roger rabbit came in and just started like you know fucking jumping around yeah yeah yeah. but i actually like it in this movie because it actually fits the tone really well the person who died by the way in that scene uh mm-hmm. is in house of cards yeah i know that actor he's he's in a but you know what he's in he's in the fucking fantastic four remake i think oh no yeah fan four stick god damn it can we okay so before we end this about the mask so okay two questions right Mm -hmm. one or a question and a statement one question which you which dead scene did you like more which club scene did you like more oh my okay well actually i'll thank you for reminding me yeah i I forgot how much the son of the mask just plain rips off from the first (laughs) like the dog the club scene oh my god like literally it's the same scene like oh yeah like you need your id buddy who are you can you get in this club like it's the same exact scene the thing is okay the scene of jim carrey dancing is iconic right yeah yeah but i'm telling you right like it's objectively so much better directed better lighting better everything but i still think about that son of the mass scene like every day (laughs) (laughs) and i don't know what i don't know what it is about that scene that has captured my imagination I think it's what I told you, like, it's such a failure that, like, it's so confident in its failing, you know? Where, where the mask, it's, like, the opposite, where it's so confident in its how good it is. Like, it's yeah. effort, effortlessness, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's just, like, it's just so much better 
executed of all things, but the son of the mask is so confident in garbage. Like they were all like making the scene and you can tell they really knew they thought in their heart that was going to be a good scene. Oh yeah. And no, that's, they what, that's what, fucked. Yeah, and they fucking bombed. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. But, but yeah, like it, it rips off basically almost every single scene from both movies and just adds in North mythology. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I think I, I liked, I'm, I'm trying to compare like what I liked more in terms of, is there anything that the son of the mask did better? I want to say maybe no. the villain. No, you don't, you don't think so? N- no, because I mean, no, I, I wouldn't say that because the villain, because I think that's part of why it's good. Like the villain itself isn't like, you know, super charismatic or anything, but like it works because it's cartoony mixed with like this, like big kind of generic gangster story. Like yeah. that clash is why it works. While in Son of the Mask, it's like this, like him versing his own son. And then the villain just kind of literally walks in. Yeah. Where in the mask, there's actually a plot. Like in some of them, in some of the mask, you're waiting for the plot to happen. In the mask, there's actually a plot where like Jim Carrey's life is basically being like broken down and like destroyed because of this mask, but he keeps using it, you know, because that's the only time he has confidence. Like that turmoil is much more interesting than like, oh, I need to get my make my cartoon, uh, but I have a son, uh, you know. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah. So, so let me let me get on to that point because you mentioned it, right? And this is what I want to touch on. Mm-hmm. Is is the mask alcohol? I think it's alcohol or coke. I'm glad you brought this up too. I mm. I because I was thinking this even during Son of the Mask. I'm like, wait, is the mask supposed to be like about addiction, like just yeah. it as a thing? And I think it is. And I think you could make a way dark because apparently the original comics were darker. I think you could make a dark ass movie about the mask. No, no, absolutely. Oh yeah, like because it literally, it's like their life is being destroyed by it. But when they're on, when they have the mask on, they are the most confident, best person in the entire room. You no, know what course, I mean? Because I was okay. So the reason I bring this up, right, is because I noticed this with, when Jim Carrey did it, and. Uh, a week last week i had a went to an event and uh there was alcohol there Mm -hmm. and i got drunk Mm -hmm. and you haven't seen me when i'm drunk but nobody can tell when i'm drunk except for like like my close friends because they know i don't normally act like this but the way i act is i just start talking to everyone Mm -hmm. normally you know how i am like if i don't know you i don't speak to you unless you come up to me Mm -hmm. but i don't like to talk to people when i'm drunk i start talking to everybody Mm -hmm. and so and I'll just be talking about dumb shit, making conversation out of nothing. So, but I, but I noticed this with, with Jim, when he put on the mask, because it was like, he just didn't care, you know what I mean? It was yeah. just like, he'll do whatever the hell he wants. He had an effortless confidence. Exactly. So I was like, I was just watching this. I'm like, yeah, this, this kind of ties in with like alcohol in a way or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it, it's about addiction. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. Because that's the, that's the thing that people don't tell you. Because there's all these movies and shit about, like, substance abuse. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think the only movie that actually portrays it... Or not, not the only one. But one of the only ones that portrays it right is Wolf of Wall Street. And that's right. because what they don't tell you is that when you're on that shit, in some ways you are better. 
Yeah. Like in the creativity, moment, something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you, no, but like just confidence, whatever. Like you get so much shit done. You are so much more confident. Like when you're dr- like when I'm drunk, I feel like a better me. But the thing yeah. is, the problem is, is that if you keep doing it, it's not it's not a better you anymore. It just turns into you. Exactly. Like that's the problem, and that's Jim Carrey's whole thing too. Is that he literally. He used the mask as a crutch for confidence. And then he, but then, you know, Cameron Diaz, he he probably could have ruined his own life or whatever, but then Cameron Diaz comes up and he's like, no, it's the man behind the mask. Like, I, that's the man I'm in love with. And that's when he gains his self-confidence, rips it off at the end. And he could have kept it on, but he rips it off and says, nah, I'm done with it now. He tosses it away. And Mm -hmm. they, you know, they do call alcohol liquid courage. So. No, Exactly. It does. No, it's it's definitely. I've always thought that. I I would love to maybe write a script one day about a darker version of the mask where he literally, like, it consumes and kills, like fucking Gollum from Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah, I mean, like the ring. That's the ring is like essentially that as well. Like it's about like addiction. Oh really? Yeah, because uh, a guy uh, took control of the ring, a Gollum in those movies. The guy looks like Dobby from Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Because I know you haven't seen. But uh, he basically kept it for so long, and that's why he looks as grody as he does. Is because it literally tore down his soul. Oh wow! Yeah, like that's yeah, because that it's about like addiction and like you know overstimulation and shit like that. At least when it comes yeah. to the ring. Right, right, right. So yeah, no, that I think when I was watching this, that's what it it had me convinced of. I was like, this is this is definitely something to do with this. Um, to to wrap it up, what did you think of? So I know we both like Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Cameron Diaz's performance? Because I didn't like it. Cameron Diaz, like her actual performance. Yeah, like her it, acting. It, I, I thought it was average. I thought at first I was like, okay, you no, know, like her lines are kind of trash. But I'm like, mm-hmm. hold up, she's delivering these like some lines like you can deliver with much better emotion. Like I just felt like mm-hmm. she showed no emotion. Yeah. So no, no, you could tell it's definitely her first role. Like yeah, her. but how does she get cat? I mean, I mean, I because guess she, because yeah, because yeah, we, no, we I, spent I like five minutes yeah. talking about how hot she was. It worked. <laughs> it fucking worked. I mean, the thing is, I didn't think she was distractingly bad. Yeah, no, she wasn't. She didn't take she, away, which was yeah. Good. Her, some of her lines to me were just very like, like oh hey, like it was just very like monotone. You I know think what I mean? That's, you think the you think they did that on purpose, where sometimes they just gave her like lines that you can't fuck up. Oh, absolutely. Right. It's it's, it's, like, it's like in WWE when you have a guy who can't really wrestle, you just have him versus people who really can to like carry. Yeah. Because if you if they I mean? gave her like really good lines that you needed to deliver on, you could tell that oh this person mm-hmm. isn't good. But if you give them monotone lines, it's like okay, well, is it the script or is it the acting? Mm-hmm. Right, and there were some tar- there were some parts where I was like, okay, no, like it's her because there were lines that she did not deliver mm-hmm. with anything, but it didn't take away from it. So overall, yeah. it worked. Yeah, and I was shocked too because actually the script is actually really good. Yeah, like it's actually a very well constructed screenplay, which we're gonna talk about a movie in another episode that does not have one of those. But so, so you know, so what good we, is that? we we keep hinting at that. Let me just touch on that right beforehand. Mm-hmm. So we will be doing actually. Let's let's wait. Let's wait at till after. No, let's this wait segment. till let's say. Wait, didn't we talk about it at the end of the last one? 
Did we? Yeah, I'll do we it again, did. but until after the segment's done. Well, okay. I'll do it again. Yeah. yeah. So, anything? any final words on this? Uh, no, it was really good. I mean, I wouldn't call it, like, I, I don't know if it's a perfect movie, but I do think it's a very well-executed one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just from a subjective standpoint, like, the humor just didn't, like, I wasn't bursting out laughing. You know what I mean? But, like, it's very well-executed to the point where I was very entertained by it. Uh, sometimes I find Jim Carrey annoying in movies, but I did not find him annoying in this at all. Like, I think it worked. Most of the performances were pretty good. Uh, yeah, the story is well executed. It's fun. Like, it's one of those movies where it's, like, mo- it's, like, mostly for kids. Yeah. But adults can also, like, find enjoyment in it, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Well, what would you rate it? Um, uh, I'm, I'm thinking, because it's not like it's, like, a masterpiece. Like, it's not ambitious in a way. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, even though it, yeah. even though it is perfectly executed, like, it's not, like, you it's know. It's not difficult. No, exactly. Like, it's not that difficult, but it's very well executed for what it is. I'm thinking a seven, but, like, a very strong seven. Right, right, right. Yeah, like, that's what it is for me. Like, it's it just doesn't do enough to get it to, like, eight, like, great or, like, nine amazing status for me. So I'd give it a seven, but it's a very... Literally perfectly executed concept, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for me, uh, the the scenes were very funny. I thought Jim Carrey was great when he was the mask, when he was just Jim Carrey himself, when he was mm-hmm. just Stanley. What's his last name? Uh, oh, it, was, it was, like, weird. It was, like, yeah, fucking it was, Incubus? Tucci. No, it wasn't that. Oh, no, no. Stan- <laughs> I said Stanley Tucci. That's hilarious. Stanley um, Tucci. Oh, my God! Incubus? Incubus? Something like that. Yeah, it was, it was some, some weird shit like Ichabus? Ica kiss? Wasn't it something kiss? Hang on, I'm gonna look it up a little bit. Yeah, look it up real quick. Um, yeah, because it was so fucking weird. Hang on. Stanley Ipkiss. Ipkiss. Why'd they choose Ipkiss? <laughs> like, what? How do you write a script and you're like, oh, what's my character's name? Stanley, uh, oh yeah, Ipkiss. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Fucking hell. Yeah. I don't but I, but I, I like the jokes. I, uh, he was great when he was the mask, when he wasn't the mask. The the plot line, like you said, it flowed well, you know? When there was, like, gangster stuff happening, but you have the mask, it kind mm-hmm. of felt like a superhero movie. It kind of didn't. The You were happy when he got the mask, you know what I mean? He finally yeah. got the mask and the tables turned again. It mm-hmm. was it was good. I felt that movie, some, it, it sometimes felt it was going on a little too long. There was mm-hmm. one scene, I, I'm glad I remembered this. Bro, she got kidnapped next to the police station yeah <laughs> what the hell that's a, yeah yeah that's actually pretty dumb what the hell you could hear her screaming from his mm-hmm. cell yeah so that that was like what the hell are you doing but, oh yeah oh okay one flaw also yeah and it's not a big of a flaw as compared to son of the mask because they only do it for like two minutes but man when that dog puts on the mask that cgi is rough <laughs> holy fuck dude but what looked better though, that one or the Son of the Mask one? Because Son of the Mask I, is near to us in terms of our time. It, I think the Son of the Mask that may be the only thing it does better. But I think that it had to because that's like half the movie. Yeah, but because I, because I, I man, I, it looks so bad in the mask when the dog. That, I, like I think they knew they didn't like it wasn't looking good, so that's why they did it so short. But it looked horrible in the Son of the Mask too, and that was a yeah. But it still it still looked better than the Mask though. Like I okay. think so. 
I think that was the only thing, you know. And luckily, the yeah. movie didn't decide to, you know, have a mask baby running around oh, yeah, playing no. Super oh, Twister. Hell, hell fucking no. Oh, um, God, that was so bad. That that was a that was a stupid part in the scene in the movie where like her getting kidnapped next to the police station. But yeah. overall, like you said, you know, it, it's a good movie. They do well, but it's not that difficult to make it good. They took exactly. the safe elements. But you know what? Sometimes you gotta play it safe and make it great, then mm-hmm. do what the son of the mask did and make it shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a great movie, and then in the sequel, that's when you really get ambitious. And yeah, and make it. And that's awful. and that's the part where you boogie, and yeah, oh that my. is the part where you dance. I give it a I give it a three out of five. I think it, it's a it's a solid movie. You gotta see it. Yeah, it's it's it. a quintessential '90s film, especially Jim Carrey film. And in '94, I mean that that guy was on a roll. So yeah, yeah. Well, let's take a break, and then we'll be back with the news. All right. And now it's Geico's motorcycle rules of the road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. Well, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments, where bold moves require confident blueprints, where you can accelerate transformation through consistency, where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at SAIC.com cloud. All right, Matthew. Mm-hmm. We have returned, and I would like to make a public announcement to these people. Mm-hmm. Now, I may have done this in the last podcast. I do not remember. Mm-hmm. Barely remember what happened yesterday. I'm suffering. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm kidding. But um, we're going to be doing. Okay, so first of all, normally the podcast goes up on a Monday. Mm-hmm. We're recording this on a Saturday. We normally record on Sunday. Upload it on Monday. We're recording this on Saturday because tomorrow's mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. Yes, that is true. And with the Super Bowl, you get a lot of trailers. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I'm probably going to have this up by Sunday. Mm-hmm. Just so it's not fully outdated. And it's up to... This is once again pre-Super Bowl. Any trailers and stuff, we won't talk about until chapter, what, 25? Yeah. So we're not going to be talking... So I'm, I might just get it up right then and there. Just tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Just so the people know, that's why. Like, if the news, if the trailers and everything, we haven't talked, if we haven't spoken about it, it's not out yet. That's how time works, people. But mm. another thing we're doing, the Snyder Cut releases uh, in a few weeks, and so we're gonna be doing a run through of all the DC movies. So you guys will be getting Man of Steel probably going up Wednesday or something like that. Yeah, doing a full review on that, a full analysis. I do now remember we talked about this last week, but mm-hmm. we didn't talk about the news, which and that's what I wanted to talk about is the Super Bowl thing. So this will probably go up Sunday. We haven't seen any of the trailers, so when they come out, that's going to be for next week. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's my public service announcement. I'm I'm excited for the trailers. Allow you, me you, to reintroduce myself. My name is Rick. 
Excuse me? Do you not know? That's the public service announcement by Jay-Z. Yeah, no, I, I know, but, like, why'd you say my name? Because you were the one doing the announcement. But, like, why did you say it? Because you weren't going to. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of it, but I was giving you the credit. Why would you do such a thing? Because I'm garbage. <laughs> I'm literal trash. I want. I just want everyone to know I am... <sighs> you know, I really do miss the people in the sewer. Yeah, me too, honestly. Fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I was asking you um, about the trailers. Any trailer predictions? Anything you're excited for in uh, terms of the Super Bowl? And... Well, the thing is, I mean, I'm in an ad class right now uh, behind the pizza part, oh. uh, pizza thing. The, the yeah. thing. So I'm in an ad class and we talk about all the ads. I don't think it's going to be as popping as usual. Like, a, I know a lot of uh, companies are just doing fucking, you know, in this hard times, we've decided that a Super Bowl ad might be a bad taste. Which, like, does anyone really care? Like, Don't, like, isn't that, like, the culture? Like, people watch the Super Bowl for the ads? Yeah, like, don't we watch it to distract ourselves from our own reality and get soaked up so ugh, soaked up in commercialism? Like, what? That's the whole point of the ad, too. Yeah. Like, has Don Draper not taught us anything? Yeah, dude. It, it, it's like everyone at this point is like, remember, it, when, we're always talking about Mad Men. Remember when he fucking makes the ad... <laughs> Where it's like the guy takes his clothes off and he like drowns himself basically, and then Roger's yeah. like, you know, we used to have uh, people, we used to make ads to make people forget about death. Now we sell it. That's yeah. basically what's happening. Like what? Just, what, like what are the points of these ads? These, you know, these they need me at the top. These corporate people need me at the top. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what it is. Exactly. Like am... even that. Like. You, it's not even like you're saying like a truth or you're like actually help like it's literally just like you know we're in hard times right now and in moments like that like that's every single one people are just people are just annoyed at this point like they're sitting but in, you should see the trailers though right like maybe but like the trailers for what like fucking coming to hbo max dune like like is there even gonna be trailers there i think there should be there were like I think there's going to be a new Fast and the Furious trailer, probably. Yeah, Another, probably. Uh, some trailers like that. I mean, I would think that there would be. I think uh, Marvel's going to announce some TV shows, mm-hmm. trailer stuff. I think Disney will. Um, Warner Brothers, maybe. Maybe we'll get a Snyder Cut one. Yeah. I think so. I think there will be trailers. Uh, yeah, there'll probably be a Snyder Cut one. But honestly, I just can't see them because movies aren't being profitable right now. I don't That's see because a spot at the Super Bowl is, is like pretty expensive. And honestly, yeah. like, what I learned in my ad class is that if you put an ad in the Super Bowl, some companies think you can just get away with only doing that. And then you're like, okay, we got them. Like, we're, we're, we're good. We have an ad on the Super Bowl. And then the company just bombs. Oh, yeah. No, they blow all their ad budget on that one ad. Mm-hmm. And then they just yeah. bomb because they think that's going to be enough. And, like, yeah, like, some, some Super Bowl ads have been, like, transformative enough to do that. But, like, they aren't making fucking, you know, you, I don't even think ads... You can't have, like, you know the uh, the 1984 ad for Apple? No, what was it? I'll probably That's know like, if I watch it. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, basically the movie 1984, and then the lady comes in with a sledgehammer and, like, throws it. It's, like, we're trying, you know, buy the Mac, so 1984 won't be, like, 1984. You ah. know, it's a huge fucking ad. Probably one of the best of all time, right? And, but, like, people don't watch ads like that. When most people watch ads, it's just a collection of, like, it's very hard to make a memorable ad at this point. 
I feel like. It's not very creative focused as it used to be. It's very much as sanitized as possible. Yeah, and you know why? It's because our fucking sheep mind can't handle it, you fucking Twitter goons. Yeah, dude. And also, when companies do try to do something out of the box, they end up doing shit like the Kendall Jenner Pepsi ad. Oh, no, that was really bad. That was, I, think that, I think that may have killed advertising. That I was think, really bad. I, I, think it may, I think that was when most people realized that most ads were only performative and there was no actual merit. You know what it's that ad felt like it was something that Don Draper had written and then somebody had gotten their hands on it and just ruined it. That no, that feels like something fucking who's the who's the shitty guy? Remember when Don as a like the guy walks in and they like they have to hire him because he's somebody's like he's like Jane, like Roger's wife's like fucking cousin or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's like what that guy would fucking fucking me yeah no you know what it is it's, it's like what lou avery would make oh fucking lou oh yeah that oh yeah the, the guy who makes like the fucking d- duck bill cartoons or whatever yeah did any uh the drawings and everything he did mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. stupid shit yeah dude yeah that's what he would fucking make like this is a great ad like fuck you yeah, I'm expecting uh, some types of trailers, but honestly, though, that you mentioned it, like, I can't even watch these in the theater. Do I really care? And I don't know. I don't remember the last time I saw a trailer. Actually, funny enough, no. Uh, I should probably I watched the Coming to America trailer. Mm. Uh, I probably should have said this in we, what I we watched. watched. We watched the uh, the Dune trailer. We watched the Dune trailer. We saw the Kong uh, versus Godzilla trailer. Uh-huh. But I do. You, but the only reason I'm watching those trailers though is for the podcast. Like normally, I wouldn't. Yeah. No. Me neither. So, I've, I, sh- I should have said this in the coming to, or in the, what I watched, but I did watch the coming to America trailer. It looks okay. Yeah, it looks bare bones, to be honest. Yeah. Have you seen it? Uh, I saw a little bit of it. I think I saw it on, like, YouTube or something. Yeah, it just looked okay. I was just like, eh, hopefully it's I good. Do, I do like Eddie Murphy being back and being in, like, better movies than he was, like, ten years ago. Yeah. Like, when he was in fucking Norbit. Oh my yeah, god, yeah, that yeah. movie sucked, dude. Or fucking god. Pluto Nash. <laughs> you ever seen Pluto Nash? No. That's one of the biggest bombs ever. It's so bad. Fucking hell. Well, Matthew, should we get into the news? Yes. Now, I don't know if you heard this, but something happened with GameStop and AMC. We talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. Can you guess what's happening now? Um, no. Me neither. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, the... it's, it's like nothing. Yeah, that's, that's the joke. No, there's, no, 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 that's not the joke. Don't fucking do that. Don't, don't, don't take my jokes, you fucker. <laughs> you know what it is? You know what's happening? What's happening? Movies are being made on this historical Ooh. event. They're oh, already in yeah, I read this shit. This is yep. so, Can I fucking rant about this? Of course. Dude, yours. how do you write a story for a story that hasn't ended? <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god. I literally want to kill myself. Like, we're... <laughs> that's like if you made... If you wrote a 9-11 movie on 9-12. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, how how the... The story is still going on. There's not, like, wh- I don't know why I was so pissed when I read that. And I forgot, and then you reminded me, you fuck. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
like it literally and it has that fucking shitty actor in it with like noah centuro or whatever yeah 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 Yeah, he's in just garbage like he sucks has it not ended though because like amc came back down and i think gamestop has come back down too hasn't it yeah but it's like you need you need like a year or two to reflect Mm. on it oh yeah like who knows like what if they're writing it and then something else happens like because who knows maybe they're gonna put more money in the stocks and like other shit like maybe that's the story it shouldn't just just be about gamestop yeah uh, what is it the government is trying to get involved in all that stuff yeah, yeah, no, yeah. fair enough like, like the story's still going on like there's still articles written about it like biden's talking about it. like all this shit like you need like a good at least year of a story being ended you know what i mean yeah well it, you're it, not gonna it, like yeah. this next part you ready for this what it's i think four studios of this day that are making it mm-hmm. so so as i'm as we're talking about this uh the day before the super bowl 2021 what's mm-hmm. today's day march 6th or february 6th rather mm-hmm. february 6th there is four studios who are making this movie yeah but four separate like it's gonna be four separate movies Mm-hmm. So we have first up is MGM. Uh, this is I'm reading this right off the website. Deadline reports that the studio recently acquired Ben Mesrick's book proposal on the GameStop stock situation. I don't even think I said his name right, but wait, book proposal? New- yeah. What? Yeah. So he's a he's a New York Times bestselling author. Previously wrote the Accidental Billionaires. The founding of Facebook, a tale of sex, money, genius, and betrayal, which was mm-hmm. then adapted into the social network. Oh. Twenty ten. Now, is this um the social network? Is this the one with uh Eisenberg? Yeah. See, okay. Is there two of them? Because like when I was looking into this, when did that movie come out? Twenty ten. Okay, it yeah, has so Andrew it's Andrew Garfield in it. Yeah, yeah. So it's that one. Um, cause it, when I clicked on it, it seemed like it was a different one, but no, it's that one attached to produce this new film are the Winklevoss twins. Did I say that right? Oh, from the, what? Yeah. From arrival and the prestige. Yeah. Or I'm, yeah, yeah. Alongside Academy award winning Academy award nominee, Aaron Ryder. That's what's from arrival and the prestige, mm-hmm. but the Winkle, the Winklevoss twins are also in this Huh. to produce it. What did they make? The Winkle is that the guys from the movie, like the Cameron, social network. Oh like yeah, Cameron guys? and Tyler Winkle. Yeah, 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 Cameron and Tyler. Yeah, wait, what is it, Winkle Voss? Yeah, yeah, Winkle Voss. W. Yeah, they're they're in the social network. Is it Cameron and Tyler? Yeah, they're a bunch. They're a pair of twins. Like they try to create Facebook. The Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Holy fuck, dude. Attached to produce this new film are the Winklevoss twins. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, and then, oh, man. I'm about to do... I'm about to end your whole career in a sec, Rick. I'm about to hit you with the greatest transition of all time. And when you know, okay. you'll know. But keep okay. going. Okay. Next we have is Netflix. I think this is the one you were talking about. Mm-hmm. They're assembling a feature package of their own. According to Deadline, the production has attached Mark Bowl to write Noah mm-hmm. Centineo, whatever the fuck. He sucks. Yeah, to star an NYU professor slash activist, Scott Galloway, to consult. Mm. Uh, Bowl won an Academy Award as a screenwriter of The Hurt Locker and was nominated for Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, okay. Why the hell would he make this movie? Uh, I mean, when I think of movie movies about, you know, Redditors going <laughs> and doing the stock exchange, I think of the guy who made 
intense war films. Yeah, like what zero. <laughs> yeah, like you know, zero like, Dark Thirty, the Hurt Locker. Yeah, yeah fucking the Hurt Locker. Oh, I guess maybe this is why he has experience with quick turnaround, having completed the latter in remarkably sh- in remarkably short order following the news of Bin Laden's killing. Hmm. Hmm. I guess so. I mean, because I remember that movie came out and they made it, and then Bin Laden died when they were in post production. Wow. Yeah, so they had to basically put at the end, like, oh, yeah, he's dead now. The next one, the first TV series to focus on the Reddit GameStop saga. To the moon comes by way of industry newcomer Pinky Promise. Have you heard of them? No, Pinky Promise? A young studio looking to empower up-and-coming creators. We should go to them. Yeah, we're up-and-coming creators. (laughs) A young studio looking to empower up-and-coming creatives. Deadline reports that the studio founded by Matthew Cooper and what is that? Jessamine Burgum? Mm-hmm. Does it mean? I don't has know met. Are. Yeah, me neither. Has met with leaders on Wall Street bets. Okay, are they really fucking leaders? Calm the hell down now. <laughs> leaders? Like, what, what, what? The, the moderators? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like what? The leaders of Wall Street bets. Dude, fucking dude hell. if you've ever been on Reddit, dude, never call the moderators like leaders or anything. Those <laughs> people are the most power hungry. Like, dude, you think Gordon Gecko is bad? You will oh never God. understand, like, the power-hungriness of a Reddit moderator. I've like, been on Wall Street the... Bets, by the way. Yeah. Like, months before it's this like happened. Can- oh, it's cancerous. It's terrible. The advice there is awful. Like, it's funny how they became, like, the voice of the revolution because most of the guys there are, absol- are brain-dead retards. Yeah, no, they're idiots. So, mm-hmm. when I saw this happening, I was like, okay, like, whatever. And then when it actually worked, a part of me got mad because I told you about this because the AMC thing. Because mm-hmm. I, I was going to buy it. And then I did it, and then that happened. But yeah. whatever. Uh, so yeah, so they have met with leaders on Wall Street bets, hedge fund insiders, and others to tell this episodic story. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Why? And then finally, we're not done yet. Oh. The fourth and final one, uh, veteran producer Brett Ratner's company, oh. Rat Pack Entertainment, God. has acquired the rights... To Wall Street Bets founder Jamie, whatever that last name is, life story. Jamie New York Post, Kennedy. Jamie Rogozinski. 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 Yeah, well, I think that's right. Rogozinski, something like that. The New York Post reports that this project aims to tell the story of the subreddit from its inception to its recent explosion, comparing the Reddit GameStop phenomenon to a train wreck in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's uh, that's four right there for you, buddy. Yeah, I mean, that makes me want to blow my brains out. <laughs> yeah. There's Dude. also one from Jason Bloom, in, in development at HBO. Like, it's not what? done yet. Is there another one? Hold up. It's like, it's like if they made a movie at the day after the Titanic sank. Like, come on. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's, no. Yeah, it's it's just stupid. You know, when you know I saw this, yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead first. Yeah, no, I was saying, like, when I saw this, because this was, like, coming, this was happening a week ago. This actually started, like, the rumor started circulating. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is ridiculous, because last week is when we, like, just talked about it. Yeah. And it was, like, barely two weeks old. Mm-hmm. And they already want to make movies about it. And I may, it makes sense, you know, they're going after the big short, the Wolf of Wall Street kind of thing. But the reason those were good was because, like you mentioned, the story was fully finished. 
you... we might have new regulation that comes from this. Mm-hmm. You know, Robin Hood is already changing the way it works. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, cool. it's, uh, you know, the funniest part of all of this is, is that, uh, you know, what is it, that the involvement of the, what is it, the Winklevoss twins? Yeah. Yeah, because you know who played them in the social network? Oh, fucking hell. We're Army not ready Hammer. for this. God damn it. We're we'll go to it. We'll go to it. We're we'll we'll talking to about, it. We have to talk about them, dude. Go ahead. Actual go cannibal Army Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. So, I, so when I heard about this, right? Well, here's what I heard. I heard he was canceled, right? But honestly, yeah. it's getting to the point in, like, social media where I'm like, okay, it's probably some sexual harassment thing, probably some Snapchat DMs or whatever, right? And then I checked the news today because I, I talked to you about it before the podcast. Like, oh, we should talk about this. And you're like, oh, that's two weeks old. I'm like, no, no, no. He got dropped by his talent agency. So yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, that's like, that's like huge. Like dropping a talent, like who's been in major films. Like that's actually huge. So I looked it up what he actually did. And apparently he, he eats, he has cannibal fetishes. Yeah. Like he eats his sexual partner's body parts. Now, okay, before you finish, right? Mm-hmm. There are some people. You think like there's some people who don't eat pussy. Yeah. So where does he um, rank in this? Like, is this like the extremist? Yeah, that's or would you a, say, that, like this that, is that's this is like fine. that's like well, that discussion we had about how men should eat pussy. That's like that's like the most extreme version of it. Like he yeah. doesn't eat pussy. He eats devours pussy. it. He, <laughs> he devours. He, it. he devours the pussy. <laughs> Like, that head game is a little too strong for me. It's too strong. There is yeah. no head after he's done. Yeah, it's it's all game. No head at that point. Fucking hell. No vegetables, nothing. By, literally dude, all the, gaming the, meat. He, he's giving her head, and then by the end, she doesn't have a head. Like, she doesn't have one. Yeah, it's he ate it, dude. I mean, that's just I'm, insane. Like, I don't even know what to say about this. Like, I was Is this true? Yeah. 100% true? Well, okay, it's allegations, but, like, dude. That's why when I heard allegations, I'm like, all right, it's probably going to be like a sexual harassment <laughs> thing. But like when it's cannibalism, <laughs> that's when I'm like, holy fuck. Did I, I think I brought this up to you like two weeks ago. Like, did you hear about this army hammer cannibalism stuff? And you were like, no. Yeah. I, 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 don't I, know I, I thought you were fucking with me. Probably. <laughs> if that was my, if you told me, did you hear about this army hammer cannibalism stuff? And I said, oh no, like that. Then I must've thought you were just like fucking. <laughs> or like oh did you hear he was a cannibal because like what like we joke about people in hollywood being sex perverts but like cannibals dude Come but is on. this sex pervert though this is just this is this is just him wanting a different type of meat yeah but he no it's him fetishizing the body parts of his victims basically is that so wrong like some Dr- some dracula shit dude is that wrong yes but- the man because just wants they to get off. Because they have less body parts than they had before because they're eating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he ate them. They can just get a bionic leg. Oh, my God, dude. He's eat- I, don't, well, I don't think he's eating le- like whole legs. but <laughs> You don't think so? I don't know. I, I, I don't know how much he's actually eaten. That's the thing. I don't know if he's actually like eating someone's guts. or you know, Talk about rearranging a girl's guts. Like, holy shit, oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> Holy shit, uh, dude. That, it, it made me upset, though, when I saw this, because I was like, I really wanted a man from Uncle 2. Oh, it's dead now. 
That's that's why I'm upset. That's the fourth. Yeah. That's why. I'm upset. Yeah, I, I like how that like we're just so desensitized to everything now that like we're like, oh damn, the movie I like won't come out. Like yeah, man. Like, people, people, so people, are, people are getting eaten in the streets by army. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck you're, em. Right, you're right. Oh my god. The uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm I was disappointed, man. I was like, damn, I really wanted the sequel. We haven't had it in a while, and now I don't think we ever will. No, no. uh... Because the thing is, I was starting to like Army Hammer. I mean, in the early 2010s, he was probably one of the worst, not the one of the worst actors, in some of the worst roles. I yeah. feel I, like he was in The Lone Ranger. He was in fucking just a bunch of shit. And then, yeah, Man from Uncle is when I started to appreciate him. I liked him in uh, fucking Sorry to Bother You. That's a movie I'll recommend one time. Mm. Uh, Sorry to Bother You is kind of like the better high rise, honestly really yeah i'm surprised i've been i'll recommend it one of these days not today but one of these days but okay yeah um fucking what's it called yeah i'm starting to really like army i thought he was gonna say he was in that the gay movie where the guy fucks the peach i never saw it but i heard it james and the giant peach no uh call me by your name i think it's called oh yeah so yeah I, i heard it was good though but yeah um this is uh is disappointing the right word I mean, heartbreaking shocking heartbreaking i mean yeah i mean do we, do you have anything else to say about army hammer no <laughs> i'm just, I'm just cam- cannibal I'm army just, hammer i'm just sad that i'm not gonna get my sequel <laughs> yeah dude henry cavill well, henry cavill career dead because of no more man from uncle too yeah no more man of steel no more man from uh, uncle man of steel man of steel too <laughs> electric boogaloo electric uh zadaloo oh my god um before we go on to the next one i want to mention that there is another uh wall street one being made Mm -hmm. by hbo um this one might be better though because this has uh jason bloom and andrew ross sorkin do you know who that is sorkin yeah um is that like aaron sorkin's fucking brother or something Andrew Ross Sorkin, the co-creator of Billions. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I'm a little happy about that. Um, that's like the only little thing I want to mention on this because we've talked about it mm-hmm. enough. But I'm happy about that because you've heard me talk about Billions. I yeah, love yeah. that show. I've heard you so crank it to Billions. Dude, it's amazing. Guzzling man. Billions come right now. Guzzling. Stop it with this fucking guzzling. <laughs> I, don't know why I, bother- I don't know why I bothered you so much. You guzzling. <laughs> I don't know why this bothers you. Such a stupid word. <laughs> Guzzling John. Uh, you know what else is stupid? What? I talked about Mattel before. Mm. Did you know? So that pissed you off, right? That movie? Mm-hmm. Would an Uno movie piss you off? Uh, have we talked about this? Have we? Yeah, I think so. The Uno movie that will turn into a hip-hop heist crime movie? Oh my god, I want to... Please, kill me more. So, uh, it's going to have Lil Yachty in it. From fucking uh, How High. <laughs> I'm sorry. From fucking How High 2. What a great yep. film. Yep. It's Get gonna his ass. taking place in Atlanta, and it will have like the underground hip-hop scene. Mm. And it's also going to be like a crime movie, a heist movie, if you will. And it's mm-hmm. being penned by a Marcy Kelly. Okay. That's uh, pretty much all we know on it. Um, 
And yeah, these guys want to also make a horror magic eight ball movie. Oh, okay. A live action American Girl doll movie. Hmm. Well, wasn't there supposed to be a Barbie movie? I think so. With Amy Schumer. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. Uh, is Sony making all of these? Uh, let me see who is making all these actually. Because this sounds uh, like a, so- a Sony thing to do. Is make Mattel movies, Films like. is all it says. Hmm. Mattel Films. Interesting. I didn't even know they had a film category. Neither did I. What the hell? What do you think about this? Uh, it's stupid. Yeah. This is, uh, (laughs) this is ridiculous. There there, there is some, like, when the Emoji Movie came out, I just remember being like, well, Sony's making it. That makes sense. It's stupid, but it's that company, so. It's, it's it's stupid though like it's a uno heist movie where does uno factor into it what are you gonna do a reverse card and the cops gonna turn around yeah this is what the hell yeah it's uh it's uh stupid we need to watch this (laughs) uh dude is this gonna be the worst movie we've seen since lockdown Oh my god! I don't think it's coming on streaming service though, so we're probably. Oh, not oh gonna so see I'm it. gonna have to risk getting Corona to see Uno. <laughs> yes, dude. Can you imagine Fucking that? Movie. That they should release that instead of Tenant, honestly, to save movie theaters. Yo, I I genuinely think people went would w- go and watch it is if Tenet, Lil Yachty was in it. Is Tenant on streaming? Nope. When it is, we should probably watch that. Oh no, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, it is not hundred percent. So hundred percent. That fucker. Um, two more stories. One which will be a good one. One which is stupid, which I'm going to talk about now. Uh-huh. Six people arrested after attempting to vandalize Hollywood sign. Why even do that? And uh, they were changing it to Holly Boob. <laughs> you know That's why you do it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, uh, par- they were apparently trying to uh, spread awareness for breast cancer. Never mind. It's stupid again. <laughs> Let me uh, make sure that that is what they were trying to do. No, no, no. Uh, no. I don't want to know the truth. <laughs> I, I, want, I don't want to know the truth anymore. That's... Y- y- you got me. Uh, where the hell is it? Oh, um, you just look up Holly Boob? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why they did it. And, like, I was... Boobies. This is so stupid. Uh, yeah, to show awareness to breast cancer, according to police. I mean, I'm, I'm aware of it, I guess. This is ridiculous. That's pretty retarded. This is happening in uh, Los Angeles, the city where everything is broken. Yeah, the city that everyone's moving out of. <laughs> yeah, they're going to spread awareness there. But um, mm-hmm. speaking of spreading awareness, Matthew, the final thing I want to talk on. Mm. You know the movie Grease? Yes, dude. I love Grease. Well, a lot of people don't. I, I can Saying- understand that. Saying that it's a little misogynistic, it's oh, a little oh, sexist. Oh, yeah, it is. Letting, um, yeah, saying a whole bunch of these things. Now, I don't think that these fucking idiots understand that this movie came out 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, what's it supposed to be said in 1950s? Yeah. Yeah, can you remember what the time was like in the 1950s based off of our history books? Uh, yeah, pretty racist, pretty dumb, yeah. pretty sexist, yeah. yeah. Did, uh... I don't even think in that time period we w- women had the right to vote yet. They got it just then. Mm-hmm. So, you would think that a movie set in the 1950s 
would probably not share the value that we do today. Probably not. Probably not. In 2021, people are watching Greece and going on social media, which they should, they should, I'm telling you, man, they should not have the right to speak. Because mm. people like this just piss me off. You're going on social media and you're saying that, hey, this movie, this really old movie came out 40 years ago. It's, uh, it's not kind of compatible with modern day. Well, who would have fucking thought that? Mm. You know how stupid this is when I saw this? I mean, I'm not surprised, though. This is ridiculous. Um, it is, uh, I mean, it's basically Gen Zers, you know, people of our generation. Seeing movies that were made well, a while ago and then doing that, so. Well, it's Olivia like, uh, Newton actually mm-hmm. came back came back to talk about it a little bit you know kind of defend it and uh here's what she said let me know what you think about this in this particular instance i think it's kind of silly because the movie was made in the 70s about the 50s it was a stage play it's a musical it's fun it's a fun movie it's a fun movie musical and not meant to be taken so seriously i think everyone's talk everyone's taking everything so seriously we need to relax a little bit and just enjoy things for what they are. Yeah. I didn't see it like that at all. I think it's a, just a fun movie that entertains people. That's all. Exactly. What the? I mean, what, there, I mean, there, I mean, the thing is, it's not. Greece isn't like some perfect movie. Like, it's mm-hmm. a movie I saw a lot as a kid. So, like, I have a certain amount of affinity for it. It has a bunch of dumb shit, and there's some weird plot lines where it's like, okay, maybe they shouldn't have made it like this. But, like, at the end of the day, it's a movie where at the end they have a dance sequence and they fucking get in a car and then it starts flying towards the audience. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like it's yeah. it's kitschy, it's fun. Just, there are worse, there are much worse movies from the 70s that are way more sexist than, like, this movie is. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's fucking Bond movies that, like, are ridiculous. Pussy galore? I mean, come on. Yeah. I'm not like that, but the fact, the fact that people think like this just pisses me off. Like you live in, you know what it is? Mm-hmm. They need to go to battle. Going to they battle. Need to, they okay, need, grandpa. They need no. They do, Matthew. They do. They need to go out there and fight animals and be under threat. <laughs> and they, live. They need to be living under constant anxiety. And you know what? They need to be hunter gatherers. That's what they need to do. Mm. You know, remember like our good friend said. I really believe that we should be out there collecting berries. That is true. We should. That's That should be all of fucking, our lives. That should be all of our lives. The fact that they're bitching and moaning about Greece. Oh my god. Mhm. I'm done. I'm done. That's all folks. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Well, Let's take a break, and then you can recommend a movie that hopefully will be good. I hope. People like to have fun during the holidays. You know what's not fun? Returning an ugly sweater. Don't give anyone an ugly sweater this year. Give Choice gift cards from giftcards.com instead, and they can pick their own sweater from some of their favorite brands. It's genius.
15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. All right, Matthew. Hmm? What do you have in store for us? So, I it's funny we talked about Nolan earlier. Because oh, I was considering recommending a certain film, and I will. It's oh, a no. film I saw when I was 10, and I didn't understand it at all, but oh. now I want to watch it. Oh. So I am recommending Christopher Nolan's Inception. Let's go. I'm I ready. thought you were going to say The Prestige. I thought you were going to say The Prestige. No, no. I need to rewatch Inception. That's good. Because it's one of those I'm movies where I'll, I'll be around my friends, and they'll be like, oh, what a great movie. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember I saw it when I was 10. I didn't understand a single thing that was happening. So yeah, yeah. Like I was so because I saw it when it came out because I'm like, oh, I love the guy who made The Dark Knight. Let me watch this, and I was like, on, on like on demand, and then I'm like, oh god, like, yeah, no, never yeah. mind. Yeah, no, I uh, I saw it in theater as well. Had no idea what the hell was happening, and then I've seen it multiple times in the plane, but I've never finished it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited. Me as well, dude. After I recommended Son of the Mask, I mean, I gotta, I gotta flip the pendulum. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, maybe I'll recommend a good one. You fucker. You did recommend. You recommended the mask. Yeah, I know, but like, I mean, like something on that level. Mm-hmm. On the, on the yeah, level no, of that, that makes sense. But yeah, I'm, Inception. I'm Leo DiCaprio, baby. Leo DiCaprio. Well, if you enjoyed this podcast, feel free once again to leave it five stars. It helps us out. Mm-hmm. If you didn't enjoy review. it, leave us five stars anyway, because leave we're us. we're nice guys. We're, we're nice, nice guys. people. Yeah, we're nice guys. He lives in the fucking pizza place. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, I now. mean, if, oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I got a text that didn't make any sense to me, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" Like, I like I just lost my train of thought. Like, you know, when you see a text and you're like, "What's this person going for?" You no, know? I I I put my phone on Do Not Disturb twenty four seven. Okay, well, you're smarter than I am. Because <laughs> I, I actually keep my notifications on. To my detriment. That's to probably detriment. why my mental... But besides being homeless, that's probably why my mental health in shambles. Dude, but don't you want to become homeless? Like, you, you aren't a homeless. You have a pizza place. Yeah, but I mean, I guess. Well, let's see what happens next week, shall we? We shall, dude. Well, goodbye, everybody. See ya. Fucking assholes. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah, wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Everyone loves shopping online. Well, I'm going to tell you what I tell my golf buddies when they buy clubs. Stop searching for coupon codes. 
Download Capital One Shopping to your computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Plus, it's free, and you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. That's like hitting a hole in one without even trying. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. 